Well, Storm fans, I want to thank you guys for tuning in yet again to the Storm Alerts. I'm Logan, as always, and we have today Coach Callahan, who really needs no introduction into the coaching world, uh, has 40-plus years of experience in the coaching. Uh, Coach, uh, can you kind of give us a little bit of background of what, when you started coaching, where you've been, some of the highlights anyways? Well... I started coaching right after I got done playing. I played at Fresno State. Okay. And Fresno State is probably more well-known now than yeah. it was then, uh, even though they played SC back in the mm-hmm. – not when I was there, but yeah. prior to when I was there. And uh, things were a lot different than the uh, – I played inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. And there were three – there was a head coach and – two assistant coaches that were full time. Oh. <laughs> and so they had to uh, use uh, graduate assistants yeah. or, or walk-ons from the community mm-hmm. to coach. And I uh, played inside linebacker and we had a graduate assistant who had mm-hmm. been a linebacker the yeah. year before. And about halfway through the season, he decided that, you know, he was kind of a wild guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he decided to take off. And we had a brand new defensive line coach and a brand new secondary coach. Huh. And they were both kind of struggling. They they had not coached in college before. One was okay. coming out of high school and one was coming out of a uh, small college out of state, okay. Colorado. Yeah. And they were overwhelmed with their position. Yeah. So as linebackers, we kind of got pushed over here, pushed <laughs> over there. And uh, they would usually just go, hey, Callahan, why don't you take the linebackers yeah. over there and you know do something? And, uh, so as I, when I graduated, the, uh, the coaches have asked me if I'd, you know, stay in spring ball, still on scholarships. So, mm-hmm. and everybody that I lived with was, I, I lived with some guys that were, had redshirted, mm-hmm. so they were a year behind me. Yeah. So everybody was going to the same place and I've been used to it, you know, yeah. one, one thirty in the afternoon heading to practice. Yeah. So yeah. I said, sure. That's really, and that's really how I got started in coaching. I, I had no plans to coach, never thought mm-hmm. about it. I was going to go to law school okay. and I was a history major and um so I coached there for about five years and uh I left there and went to Cal State Fullerton okay in Southern California which no longer plays football mm-hmm. but at the time uh they had just jumped to the uh, conference at Fresno State and mm-hmm. in those days Fresno State was in the same conference with San Jose State and San Diego State okay. and um, the University Pacific which is there's no more football there. Yeah. And then actually Long Beach State where there's no more okay. football. Yeah. But, they, but Long Beach State was a powerhouse of, yeah. in that era. So I went down there and I coached for – because I grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. so that was kind of home to me. And I left there. Uh, I coached the linebackers when I was at Fresno State, and I coached the secondary mm-hmm. when I was Cal State Florida. I went on to uh, – uh, one of the coaches that I coached with uh, – was uh got a high school job okay and i wanted to be a a, a head coach and i didn't quite agree on yeah on uh everything and uh i wanted to you know kind of spread my wings and yeah. be a coordinator and he offered me a job to be a coordinator i thought i was a big time college coach yeah. and things were different back then yeah. and, I uh, went to the high school and found out that I got I got a raise. Yeah, <laughs> I was making way more money. Yeah, and, uh, so did that. Uh, I coached there about four or five years okay. in uh, Southern California. Then I went to a 
a school just down the road from there. I coached there for a couple mm-hmm. years. Uh, then I moved on to Modern Day High School, which is the uh, largest parochial high school mm-hmm. uh, west of Mississippi and, and very renowned for players. Yeah. It seemed like half the quarterbacks at SC came yeah. from, uh, from Modern Day, and, and that was a great experience, yeah. like a college almost yeah. the way. Uh, and from there, I went on to Cerritos Community College. Okay. And I played in community college myself, but I never, for whatever reason, uh, thought of myself coaching yeah. in the community college. And uh, I knew a couple people mm-hmm. and, and got to talking. So I, I went up there and, and took a job up there coaching, uh, which is where I met Coach Thomas, actually. Okay. He was a quarterback playing mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. when I was coaching. If you let him tell it, which he's very, very much will be willing to tell you yeah. that I never spoke to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and I think I must have spoke to him. But um, I tell him I always voted for him. Yeah. We uh, had a big quarterback controversy. Oh. <laughs> and the head coach was on one end of yeah. the spectrum and the offensive coordinator, anyways. And they brought us in as a deep, I want everybody in here. You know, one of those yeah. kind of coaching meetings and said, you know, towards the end of the day, he said, we're going to vote. And I said, I vote. So I tell you, and I did. I voted for him. He was yeah. better than the other guy. But uh, anyhow, that's uh, how I first got to know him okay. as a player there. And uh, then uh, he left and went on and, and uh, played and then followed his coaching path. Mm-hmm. And they, another young man who played before Gary uh Played for me as a safety. Yeah, he uh, went in, and then I brought him back to coach. When I became, I was a secondary coach when I started out. Then I mm-hmm. became the coordinator. I brought him back to coach the linebackers yeah. for us. Okay, and he and Gary crossed paths there and, yeah. and became friends. And so then, when uh, uh, that coach left mm-hmm. and went a couple different places, but he ended up in Chicago. Okay, yeah. And was the head coach at College of DuPage, which is where we got this one. Yeah. And where we were before we came to Dodge City. Mm-hmm. Then he left and went back to Southern Cal. Gary was the offensive coordinator and I was the defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh so we worked together there for, for five then when the head coach left there, Gary became the head coach okay. there. So I worked for Gary as the defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. And uh then we came here together to yep. Dodge City. Uh and Dodge City was my last stop. I topped out at fifty years. <laughs> uh barely made the fifty. I went back to Southern California for about three or four months to install yeah. a defense for a friend of mine at a community college okay. and uh planned on staying, but you know, things didn't work out and I by that time I kind of was settled here. Yeah. Hard to move back to Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. Once you sell, <laughs> yeah, it's not so, the same. That's, yeah, uh, price of living is a little bit different. And so that's what in 2018, which was when Coach Thomas decided to go into private business, yeah, was the last year that I that I he and I coached at the college, yeah. And uh, so ever since, and this yeah. uh, when this opportunity came up, he ran it by me. We went out to lunch, and I pretty much said. Before he could finish the sentence, I go, sure, I'm in. Yeah. That's yeah, actually yeah. going to be my next question was how hard was, did he have to sell you on getting here? I, not at all. Not at all. I, you know, I really, a couple things. I really enjoy, uh, 
I think anybody will tell you that is moved through a period of time in the mm-hmm. profession that you, know, you really enjoy coaching the, the players yeah. and on the field and the X's and O's. Mm-hmm. It has grown. I, my first year, I, I graduated from Fresno State. My senior year was 1969. So my first year of coaching was 70. Mm-hmm. So I can, from personal experience, write a history book of how the job of coaching has grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. It includes yeah. so many outlying things that uh for for all kinds of reasons there's just so much more yeah. to it uh as it you know when i played we had two calls yeah <laughs> and uh but so within all of the the uh you know playbooks were that thick if yeah. there was one now they're that thick uh but that's the stuff you enjoy and and then yeah. the coaching but the recruiting and the uh off the field problems and the management and and at the levels that we were at uh, you know, even at, at like I said, Fresno mm-hmm. State, Cal State, Fullerton, we were the have-nots. You know, yeah. you didn't have. It's probably growing now, but at one time they published something about five years ago that Nick Saban had a a football, not coaching staff on the field, obviously, but group of support people of a hundred. Oh my, yeah, and and uh, you know, it's joke. Well. He came here to Dodge City. <laughs> First, he wouldn't be successful. First, he go, well, who's in charge of that? Yeah. They go, well, that would be yeah. you. As is behind us yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. You know, putting the, the field down. Yeah. So like if you're hearing some stuff in the background or seeing stuff yeah. in the background, we're actually rolling out the turf tonight um, that we're getting ready to play on. And we'll get guys pulled in in just over a month. To, yeah. And so. So anyway, that, that part of you know coaching is particularly as you get older it gets you know be burdened but this was is is the perfect uh you know there's no recruiting or mm-hmm. signing the contracts so, there seems to be yeah. plenty of plenty of candidates out yeah. there that want to, want to come in and play they call you you don't have to run down and you know beg them to yeah. return your text message or whatever yeah. and uh and you come in and you coach yeah you know and in the off season uh, you know, you're the weight strength coach, you're the mm-hmm. conditioning coach, you're yeah. the uh, everything coach. So along with the recruiting, so you know, it's the best part of yeah. the coaching to go to come in and coach guys, and and obviously these yeah. are pretty accomplished players. Yeah. They've been through uh, the the lower levels. Some of them have already, some are just graduating from college, yeah. but at at you know high level uh, of success there, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of them have already played. At the professional level, yeah. and some so, uh, yeah, it was like a no brainer, and it and it, um, you know, fits a retired guy yeah. perfectly. Yeah, sure so. No. so, with as much experience as what you've had, um, I know I might catch you off guard with this, but what's been your favorite era of football to coaching? You know, I, I have to say that I've enjoyed them all, mm-hmm. they've just been different. Mm-hmm. Um, the the players themselves and the interaction and i have uh, several um people that i i, I don't know if i i'd like to call them friends but I, I would be honored to call them friends yeah. but people that i have uh relationships with that are coaching the nfl mm-hmm. uh i've spent a, a five years going down to the miami dolphins when mm-hmm. uh, uh jimmy johnson was a the defense that we ran for the last probably 30 years of mm-hmm. my career was the Jimmy Johnson 4-3. Okay. And came from, I sort of followed it 
not when he was at University of Miami, we weren't, but when I got to Cerritos, we switched to it, and he was at Dallas at the time. So we spent four or five years, we got into Dallas. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we went down there for a week and got to sit in the meeting rooms mm -hmm. and watch the tape, meet with the coaches, and then when he moved to, to the Dolphins. And, uh, and, and those guys will tell you, and I saw it for myself when I was there, uh, you know, even those guys are – the same. They yeah. want to be coached. Yeah. Uh, they want people to tell them how to get better. Yeah. Uh, they're that part of it is has been pretty much uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of times now players just have more problems. Yeah. You know, they're that are off the field. Yeah. That affect their lives, mm -hmm. which change how. You know, everybody has that bad day when they come yeah. to work. Yeah. <laughs> when you're 18 and 20, yeah. you know, the bad day, when you're having a bad day, everybody has a bad day. Yeah. It's that type yeah. of thing. But I, I don't, um, you know, there are things about each. Things were simpler back then and some went a good way, some in bad ways. I enjoy the X's and O's. Yeah. So I enjoyed the, the uh, progress of the game mm -hmm. where it's more, uh, more intense. I mean, I've, and Coach Thomas will verify this, not always in a positive way, but <laughs> I'm a I'm a meeting kind of guy, yeah. and I love meetings, and I love the exercises, and I love to do that sort of stuff. But I honestly, when I played, we never had a weight program. Yeah. Uh, all the way through Fresno State, we mm -hmm. didn't have a weight program. <laughs> so you know that was something that came into being. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of meetings. Yeah. First of all, there was, like I said, what. Played for Fresno State, we ran two deep. We ran the old three. We called it the 50 in those days. Yeah. Because those two down outside guys were not stand-up backers. Yeah. They were real down and yeah. on the ground. We rushed five and dropped two linebackers. Yeah. And uh, so there wasn't, you know, you didn't have all of that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I loved playing. I loved, uh, I loved the um, – we have been lucky here to have um, – well, Coach Thomas and I, just our time together in at uh, College of Page in Chicago and here to have some special groups. Yeah. When we came here, the and I and I know it's been talked about on, on these podcasts yeah. because he's been on there, but you know, Dodge City hadn't just hadn't won. Mm. And uh in that first year when we walked into that room the coach had got let go in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't, our first day was January 2nd. Uh, and and there wasn't anybody there to cultivate anybody, you yeah. know, who was left. So kids just wandered off. They had mm -hmm. not the slightest idea. Nobody came in and said, hey, listen, we're going to bring in a coach and everything yeah. will be good, you know, how you, you would like to see it. So mm -hmm. our first meeting, there was a group that showed up that looked like the – you know, like F Troop, really. Yeah. Most of them didn't leave because nobody really wanted yeah. them. And uh, and then we brought with us uh, about six, I think it was, six or seven mm -hmm. from a team that um, one of the one of the clinching uh, facts to that affected Coach Thomas coming here to mm -hmm. Dodge City is the athletic director at the time uh, drove to um, – the College of DuPage in the suburbs of Chicago was a non-scholarship, mm -hmm. non-dorm, Division Three. Yeah. And we came here and played, um, uh, what's the, NEO, mm -hmm. 
who was rated really pretty high. I want to yeah. say they were 10th or 8th or whatever. And, and uh, he came to the game because it was played mm -hmm. in, in Pittsburgh, yeah. Kansas. Okay. And uh, we had no business beating them. We, but we beat them mm -hmm. badly, really. The score at the end. We played some guys, so they yeah. Yeah. not for them, but so yeah. our guys could. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the clinching. And that was special to come mm -hmm. here that first year. We had some of those players that came with it. But we went to a bowl game the first year and won yeah. six games. Mm -hmm. And uh, that part is, um, you know, we, we our team in uh, that won the conference championship in 2015 mm -hmm. was a, a special group. So, uh, you know, each – team has it so so that part has been i think pretty consistent and mm -hmm. and, and that's again uh i know you've been in some of the meetings yeah. not to mention yeah. having him on yeah. here but that's the, yeah. the culture and that's the mm -hmm. the uh the blueprint that yeah. coach thomas wants to to bring yeah. here uh with and and it the thing about it and and that i appreciated so much of going to uh going to the NFL clubs is just the same. Yeah. You know, it, it really is mm -hmm. at that level. They still want to be coached. They still want to be part of something special. Mm -hmm. Their disruptions that, that may come within the team yeah. can sidetrack their season just mm -hmm. the same way it can a high school team yeah. or, or whatever. So it's, it's a doable and it's a, uh, again, when you listen to these guys, you know, after the Super Bowl, um, there are a lot of comments from the chiefs, players about how they hung together and yeah. how they uh how that team chemistry and yeah. that team thing made the success mm -hmm. more than you know the same players same yeah. guys won it last year but yeah. i don't know that it was the same feeling so that mm -hmm. part has gone i think through the i was fortunate enough to be part of some of those teams yeah. as a player and you know you never forget it yeah no um <coughs> excuse me so <clears throat> Through all that, you have a lot of experience with the, within the game, um, <laughs> and um, you know, like you said, the kind of how Coach Thomas has it. I was, I don't remember. I think I was telling Pat that sitting when we sat down in Gary's basement, looking at what the season was going to look like, mm -hmm. and who we who we had signed, who we were looking at trying to get. I told Pat, I said it felt like because I, I spent two years of my college life being a student assistant, and I told Pat it, it felt like we were back in the back in the college recruiting room, just sitting down, making sure everything was precise to a point. And, you know, one of the, one of the coaches, the, the gentleman that, um, you're obviously Jimmy Johnson is and invite you down to Washington. Yeah. You, yeah. You may see him run by on the field. You yeah. don't spend time with him, but so some assistant, mm -hmm. uh, and the gentleman we were with, uh, who we struck up a relationship with and, and was in charge of making sure, mm -hmm. you know, we were got everything we have yeah. to have. You, 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 it's like going to the white house, you go yeah. to one of their practice facilities. Yeah. You don't get in without a badge. And yeah. The badges, you know, well, that badge is for you to go to all levels. So this one's only one. Level. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but what he said, he was a successful college coach. He was mm -hmm. head coach at, um, uh, Wyoming, he was with, he coached with Vince Dooley uh, at Georgia, mm -hmm. and they won the national championship. And when we came there, it's always interesting when you go to the NFL because very similar to what you you just talked about, 
everybody in the building is on the same yeah. page. So you'll talk to somebody, go, oh, yeah, well, you know, really do this and that. And you talk to the next guy and you go, is this, is this written somewhere? Yeah. You know, they're all, and one of the things he said and was echoed by, he said, well, this is, um, um, Jimmy runs this like a college book. Yeah. And uh, he said, what's me? He goes, you know, it, it's, there's rules and there's uh, this and that. And it's organized and mm -hmm. um, not, not the kind of stuff that you see a lot of yeah. because it's not the prettiest side yeah. of the NFL. Oh, yeah. But I mean, there, there's, there are meeting rooms where the coach, uh, NFL coach now, who's coaching the DBs or Wyman, can't criticize the player. No. In that meeting room, he has to take him aside and go, mm -hmm. hey, you know, it'd be nice if yeah. you, you know, if you like didn't get beat, stayed yeah. on top of the route, if you want, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I have, I don't, I have friends that coach in the league and said, you know, it's just, uh, but he, he believed, and I, and I would tend to agree with him, that that's why they were successful, mm -hmm. why Jimmy Johnson was successful, yeah. why he ran his, his teams that way. So um, it's funny that uh, I just today, the coach that I worked for for 19 years at Cerritos, all my, all my stops were like four or five years. Yeah. And I was at Cerritos for 19, and, and that's where I met. Uh, Gary has gone into coaching since then from, mm -hmm. from there. And the other coach I had talked about that that was the head coach at DuPage that we worked for. He mm -hmm. he went from Cerritos, and I don't know. And I've told them this. I don't know if they realize it, but this this coach is is legendary. There he he was there for like I don't know, 30, 35 years, mm -hmm. and uh, in their own ways they have adapted you know, things that he did for so long that were so uh, no. successful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they put their own spin on it, but it's, it's yeah. still, you know, I, and I just talked to him today. I, I gave him a call. I haven't talked to him in a while. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's very, but we don't know any other way, to yeah. be honest with you. And, and, and that is, uh, and it's more and more, you're seeing more and more of that mm -hmm. in the NFL now. Yeah. There's less and less of that yeah. in the old days when players used to there was a guy named uh, at fresno state there was a uh, we hired a coach name was billy beard mm -hmm. he uh was from fresno area yeah. and didn't play at fresno state but was from that area and he was back in town and he played with joe namath on mm -hmm. the jet championship okay. team and we had hired him to coach the DBs, and part of it was, you know, the recruiting and all yeah. the stuff that come with those guys. Got yeah. a big ring, oh, a big yeah. Jets <laughs> ring, and played with Joe Namath. Yeah. And he was a great guy and a horrible coach. <laughs> and he used to sit there and say, he goes, you know, we never had these meetings. We didn't have, you know, I used to just tell, hey, go watch, you know, so-and-so over here. And, yeah. and that, you know, that sort of uh, was the game the way the game yeah. was. So this moving forward i don't think you're seeing very many successful teams all the way to the top that aren't you know yeah they hand you a, a you know a book and you can know what you're going to be doing on you know january 15th yeah. at 3 15 mm -hmm. you know even if they're not in the playoffs there's yeah. a meeting was planned oh yeah they already had that yeah so uh and that's and that's what coach thomas does he's very good with the, the paperwork and yeah. you get a a plan poor guy because of some of the rules stuff that changed that i just talked to him yesterday i said it changed what's the latest edition of the calendar yeah. oh yeah because last time that i 
had talked to him, we were uh, couldn't start till three weeks before, so yeah. it would have been the seventh. And he goes, "Oh, that's changed. Back to first." Yeah. So that's yeah. one of the problems. At least with computers now, you can make those changes a lot yeah. easier. Yeah, I'm sure it hasn't always been. It hasn't always been easy to just go in and change something. Um, <clears throat> but speaking kind of of the rules with the AFL, uh, have the Iron Man. These guys are going to have to play both ways. Um, I guess, what are your excitements about that? What do you think some of the challenges might be from a defensive coordinator standpoint? Well, the, the challenges are, um, first of all, the, the, the last time that I have been around going both ways, I was in high school. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, in I graduated in 1966. I went to Fullerton Junior College, and it was two platoon. Yeah, and that was in '66. Yeah, and and everybody we played was so it's a a really I, I'm for some people some of our players who are just yeah. coming out of college this might be the first time yeah. that they now some of them if they were at smaller high schools yeah we had that opportunity but I you know the whole the whole point of going to platoon was so you could specialize and you could get better at stuff yeah. that, um, you know, if, if I've, I've been, I've stolen most everything in 50 years from somebody, <laughs> but there was a coach that he's coaching. He said, uh, he said, there's given everything is equal, mm -hmm. which when you're getting to these levels, it pretty much is yeah. because you're, you know, it's not high school who lives down the block is the yeah. guy you get. He doesn't, yeah. you know, here we're signing people that mm -hmm. fit, certain levels so if you're the relatively same height same speed same uh you like to play you're a hard worker i'm yeah. a hard worker you watch tape i watch tape it gets down to two things it gets down we were in college at the time but he's, he used to say it gets down to your ability uh to want to play like a college football player mm -hmm. and all that that involves and your technique mm -hmm. so as football sort of evolved out of the two platoon system it was, well, you know, how can I get an edge on you? So yeah. we go, well, I'm going to go over here and work on defense all day, and then yeah. you're going to go offense yeah. for a half hour and defense for a half hour, mm -hmm. and I should have the edge on you. I should be yeah. able to do more because there's more time and yeah. more. Uh, I should be able to uh, excel at my technique because I can, I can, yeah. you know, do it for uh, 20 minutes, yeah. of, or you might get five over there. There's five over there. Another coach told me one time, and I'm not sure, I'm not a big psychological guy, but he said, you know, I think there's a problem because you're with a psyche when you're talking to players and you're going, mm -hmm. you're not that's alignment and you step like this and set. No one, that's a technique that no one can get by. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, well, coach, what? Nope, this will cover it. And then you flip to the other side. Well, your defense will use this pass rush move and nobody can block you. So somewhere around the time, you kind of get in a conflict and go, yeah. Uh, which is really better, yeah. But um, so it's it's unique uh, for all of us on our staff yeah. because we haven't been with that. Um, at the same time, you know, it's the same for everybody. Yeah. So I think it's it to me a lot of it will come down to, and and I know Coach Thomas has really spent a lot of time and energy into trying to make sure that the people that we are signing contracts have some ability 
Yeah. That they may, <coughs> on a scale of one to 10, they may not be a 10 offensive tackle, but they're a good solid eight and a half, but they're a good seven on if they play defense yeah. instead of, well, he's a tennis because there, there are offensive tackles that guys in the NFL, I, I don't think they could take a snap in college at the defensive tackle. Yeah. It's just not, yeah. you know, they're in a two point stance or six, seven, they're doing this all day. Yeah. And that's not what you do as an, as an inside tackle. So uh, setting your roster to be able to uh, understand yeah. that those people are going to go both ways. And I think he's, done a good job you know we'll see here pretty soon and mm. then i think the time that we're going to uh, you know and, and the organization of practice and breakdown of it to mm-hmm. to get the most out of uh, the time that we have will be a big part if we do a better job than uh, you know somebody else and you know if they're just saying well he's an offensive guy when he's on defense we're just going to tell him to you know stay back there don't get beat yeah. deep I, I don't think that's a recipe i think he's going to have to be better now yeah. you know that's that's not going to do it yeah particularly if our guy can you know maybe not be as good as the starting corner but he's going to be more than stand back there and don't yeah. let him throw it over your head so. yeah no that makes sense and i didn't misspeak i meant to say from a defensive secondary standpoint i think i said coordinator right yeah but, um anyhow um what are you looking forward to most with getting a coach in the arena league and you know the same thing. I always look forward to coaching. I love I love teaching, mm-hmm. and I love coaching on the field. And I love uh, I'm a. It's funny because when I was a player, I wasn't the most talented player. I I was two things that got me through. First of all, I was actually kind of big for my for the era that I yeah. played in. In my senior year in college, I was a 225 pound linebacker, mm-hmm. which. There were a lot of linebackers in the NFL that weren't that yeah. that heavy. I wasn't a whole lot taller, but uh, but I was really pretty tough. And you know, mm-hmm. and or you, some people say, you know, dumb. You know, he'd <laughs> run into anything because yeah. he's not very smart. But uh, I heard a guy one time say, you know, the guys at Stanford sometimes you don't want them too smart because they're going to go, well, well, why would I run into that? Yeah. Guy? But. Uh, and I and I really loved the game, and I understood it. I just had, and I knew that my physical skill set was not uh, superior mm-hmm. to a whole lot of people. And so I thought that the way to have an edge was to be uh, very cerebral about the game mm-hmm. and and not take a wrong step. You know, guys that are really good at linebackers step there. Oh, the ball's going that way. Go run him down. Mm-hmm. If I stepped that way, then I'd be in the end zone by the <laughs> yeah. time I came back. So I, but I did not like, I did not like drills and technique work mm-hmm. because that really kind of strips you of yeah. the, of the, if you want to call it that, a chance to hide behind the yeah. game where you can use your head and your ear, your yeah. diagnosing. And uh, yet, as a coach, I'm a, I'm a, you know, almost irritating uh, drill technique yeah. uh, type of person. Uh, and I and I like that. I like teaching mm-hmm. on the deal. And I think that you, um, there are so many, there are so many coaches, which and and a lot of the players w- want to do that. That just well, he's a great athlete. Leave him alone. Let yeah. him go out there. And but you see on Sunday, you know, every week you see, well, take the take the uh, the play in the Super Bowl where they didn't cover the back. Of, yeah. 
clearly somebody after 17, what, 20 games mm -hmm. and been in the NFL for, for more than a year, uh, couldn't figure out that he had that guy. No. And, you know, that's, that's unforgivable. And yeah. that sort of thing is you see, you see NFL safety, you know, go like this and the ball goes over their head. Yeah. And you're going, <laughs> I had a, a thought I have to throw in that my, one of the guys in the NFL told me, because we were talking about that. In fact, I think the Dolphins, we were watching their tape of their season and somebody did that. You know, he went, here he was, and he was great. He's going up and looking like he, and the ball just goes over his head. Yeah. I mean, it was like, he said, you know, I have a theory why that happens. He said, you know, kids don't play catch in the backyard with their dads yeah. anymore. Yeah. He said, you know, when you think about it, I mean, I, I grew up and we played in the streets. Yeah. And we played till the street lights came on. And But that ability to judge a ball, you don't see a lot of baseball player football. You don't yeah. see a lot of double sport anybody, yeah. partly because of the specialization. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, so I, I really enjoy that. I like being out here and I mm -hmm. like teaching. Uh, I really like the X's and O's, but I, I don't sure that we're going to have a ton of that on yeah. on defense particularly with you know with the rules they yeah. just don't provide you with uh you know those linebackers going to be one of the not not physically but almost one of the easiest positions to play yeah you have not very many choices if yeah. you're the mic yeah <laughs> so go or stay <laughs> yeah rush and stand there and if the quarterback takes off try to go yeah. get him well, Coach Callahan, as we wrap tonight up, <clears throat> is there anything else you want to tell the fans? I would I would like to really see folks come out and, and see the game. First of all, it's it's going to be different than mm -hmm. what's been here, so it, it's new. That style of play has not has not been prevalent. Yeah. In uh and the second part, I, I have to say that I was not a you know when you're when you're coaching it's it's 12 months out of the year and it's mm -hmm. and you you very you have very tunnel vision you know and i yeah. sometimes i think i had more tunnel vision than i even imagined because i i watch the news you know i got time to watch the news yeah. now oh man there's i said well, i never worried about that one i you know i gotta need to stop that off tackle play i don't have time to worry about yeah. where they're gonna drop nuclear bombs on us yeah. you know? football will go on right <laughs> and uh i think that we had uh, one of our coaches at dodge city uh started coaching with the law mm -hmm. um just you know pick up a couple extra bucks and then yeah. so came to some games and it was much more um much more than i thought it would yeah. be you know and 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 it was interesting it was entertaining they do, you know, a great job in yeah. surrounding the game itself mm -hmm. with other things. I think it's really, uh, I have two granddaughters and, uh, when the, the youngest one is two, so she's not there yet, but the, the oldest one is nine and she's, I don't see her when we get in here, she's yeah. down there running, you know, running around no. the field. And, yeah. and, uh, we have some players from Dodge city who played for, um, the team a couple of years back and, um, and they knew her because I used to have to pick her up yeah. sometimes and she'd be in the office with yeah. us and that. And she got to run out with them in one of those yeah. introduction deals. Uh, so I would, you know, just encourage people to come and take a look. I think it's, and, and we plan on putting a product out there yeah. that they'll want to come back and see. So I mean, that's, that's the goal. We hold up our end. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, fans, we want to thank you for tuning in. Coach, I want to thank you for being on tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to what 2024 is going to be. Southwest Kansas, don't forget, there is a storm coming.